This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Chris McKinney from Nolan Financial. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, give us a call at 719-210-4242 or visit us online at www.terraenolan.com. And while at our website, click on the radio page to check out our past shows and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. First, let's welcome my great co-host, Tony Shore. How are you today? Ah, I'm doing great. It's great to be here. Good to see you once again, Chris. You're looking good. You're alive and awake this morning, ready to go, I can tell. <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah. Uh, Have you had your this, coffee this morning? I've got my coffee. Yeah. Uh, it's sunny and beautiful outside. Looks like it's going to be a great day yeah, to get does. outside. So I'm looking forward to the to the weekend. And, you and me both, buddy. Uh, it looks out. nice. Uh, I'm just uh, I'm just happy for summer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is great to finally have summer here. And you're right; it, it's a beautiful day. Uh, get out this weekend, get some stuff done. But yeah, thanks for having me on the show. I've had a great week. Now, what have you been up to? Are you keeping busy? You and Tara are keeping up with all your clients and uh, all your meetings, right? Yeah. Yes, Tony. We've um, we had some uh, some new clients come in, but we've been focusing on our current clients uh, this summer, trying to get uh, to talk with them and get get some time away from their busy vacation schedule uh, to have them into the office to talk about their annual reviews. So uh, we think it's an important thing to a- at least annually check on where what's our plan doing, how's it faring, and do we need to make any tweaks? Um, sometimes we do. Usually they're just super minor tweaks. Or it, maybe there's just something that has come time to take care of. Um, you know, as, as, as we age, things change for us and our finances change. Uh, Social Security comes in, Medicare comes in, all those things come in. And so we want to make sure that our clients are aware of the, the timelines that they have to take care of things um, and, and make sure that they're getting those things done. Yeah, and that's really important. So uh, what are we going to be talking about, though, on today's show? Well, today, Tony, uh, we're going to be talking about avoiding phone scams and the mechanics of tariffs. So two topics today. Uh, they've been in the news a lot this uh, this spring and this early summer. Yeah, they have. So You're right. Those two are, I mean, those two topics are on everybody's mind right now because we're hearing a lot about them. Yes, we, yes, we are. And we're still, um, still looking at uh, what's going to happen with those. We don't really know about the tariffs, what's going to happen with those type of things. Um, and then we have the this seasonal phone scams, it seems like, and we'll get into those and how those come in uh, to our phones and how they uh, kind of address our, um, you know, the, the, the things that make us susceptible to somebody on the phone saying, hey, uh, you know, you should talk to me because I have some important information for you. Um, so we'll, we'll get into those two topics. 
Well, yeah, I think a lot of people misunderstand what tariffs mean. And so I'm glad you're going to hit on that. And wow, I know phone scams have gotten more and more frequent. And I get so many spam calls and my mother-in-law got taken by a phone scam. So I'm glad we're talking about this today. Yes, Tony, they have a lot of potential to create chaos in our finances. So with that in mind, we're going to first dive into examination of some common phone scams. We'll be talking about some scams highlighted on a recent Reader's Digest article. Watch out. These 10 phone call scams could steal your money. Our goal is to give you information that can help you avoid falling for these type of scams. Phone scams are an increasing problem. According to a September 2018 press release from FirstOrion.com, a company designed to provide transparency and communication, nearly 50% of U.S. mobile traffic will be scam calls by 2019. So arming yourself with knowledge about different types of phone scams could be useful in keeping your financial information safe. Right. And that's really important. I mean, but that stat, 50% of all mobile calls this year will be scams. That sounds terrible. It, it is really terrible, Tony. So not only are there a lot of scam phone calls, there are also many different types of phone scams. The first one mentioned in the Reader's Digest article is the Can You Hear Me scam. This con is designed to record your voice when you answer yes. This recording can then be used to claim that you agreed to something that you didn't. One way to avoid this is to answer in a full sentence. Reader's Digest suggests using, I can hear you just fine instead. Ah, that's good. And that seems so innocent. I mean, I think everybody remembers that classic commercial. Uh, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? <laughs> right. And everybody used that line for a while. I guess it would be easy for people to get confused and give the scammers exactly what they want in response. You know, Tony, that is a very memorable commercial. This next scam is especially prevalent during tax season. I remember getting this call a lot in the late winter and early spring. It's a little scary. The caller will pretend to be an internal revenue service agent threatening legal action if you don't pay a balance immediately. They may even ask you to confirm your personal information. This is all a scam. The IRS only uses official letterhead for communications. As a matter of policy, they will not call you. Even if you feel the, the call might be legit, hang up and call the IRS directly. If you do have an issue, the official phone number should connect you with the appropriate department. Right. Uh, so to repeat, the IRS will never call you. Uh, they always send a letter instead, right? Correct, Tony. While the IRS will not call you, your bank might. So how do you know if these calls are legitimate? Perhaps your bank is calling to verify a recent transaction on your card. You can safely answer yes or no to these questions, but don't provide any additional information. If they ask for further details, hang up. Flip your bank card over and call a customer service number. They can verify if the call is legitimate. Yeah, I'm sure when someone seems to know information about you, it makes it seem like it's more legitimate. That's right, Tony. That's something that scam artists are counting on. Another tactic involves curiosity. Curiosity is hard to resist, and the one ring scam calls play into that. Your phone will ring once, but just once. The scammers want you to call back out of curiosity, 
so they can confirm that your number is working. They may answer or call you back later and flip the script by asking why you called them. <laughs> then in, <laughs> yeah. So then in your confusion, they can try and get important personal data from you. That sounds, so that feels like a dirty trick. <laughs> yes, Tony, it really is. Technology can be so frustrating, confusing, and scammers use these emotions to con you out of your data. In this next scam, you could receive a call from someone claiming to be from a major technology company like Apple, Microsoft, Facebook, or even your local internet provider. They may ask you if you've had computer or phone problems recently. They may then offer to fix the problem by having you download software or an app. This is malware. This malware will then slow down your computer or phone and potentially steal your sensitive information. If you have problems that require tech support, hang up and call the company directly. That seems to be a, a trend. These incoming calls used to confuse and steal information from people or to influence vulnerable people on the other end of the line. I just don't like that. No, I don't either, Tony. One of the most disturbing and nefarious phone scams involves a call claiming to have a loved one held against their will. This could be a child or grandchild. This is potentially horrible. I mean, horrible, just horrible. The scammers may even play on your emotions with dramatic acts like someone screaming in pain in the background or pleading for help. In these scenarios, it could be easy to let your emotions carry you away. Try to contact the loved one another way. Gather as much information from the caller as possible. If they're willing to stay on the phone and help you confirm a monetary transaction, it's quite possible that they're a scammer and not a kidnapper. Kidnappers rarely stay on the phone for long, so if they're willing to hold while you get your wallet, it should be a red flag. Well, that's an especially horrible scam. I just, I hate that. I can't imagine how terrifying that would be. I mean, to get a call like that as a parent, that would be terrible. Uh, I, that's very true, Tony. Hopefully talking about these types of phone scams today, even though it can be uncomfortable, will help our listeners be more prepared if someone tries to scam them in the future. We have a few more phone scams to talk about, but I know we must take a quick break. Yeah, that's right. We're almost out of time for this first segment, Chris. Is there anything else you want to add before we do? Yes, Tony. Preparing for retirement can be an important part of your financial process. Visit our website at www.terraenolan.com or call our office at 719-210-4242 and take advantage of our complimentary consultation we're offering for our first 20 callers. We have set aside 20 complimentary appointments for our listeners, so be one of the first 20 to call in and make an appointment. That phone number is 719-210-4242. We want to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. All right. Well, thanks for that, Chris. And listeners, stay tuned to learn more here on Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Chris McKinney, after this. Do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from Tara Nolan Advisory Services right now by going to TaraEnolan.com or by calling us at 719-210-4242. 
Welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Chris McKinney from Nolan Financial. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, give us a call at 719-210-4242 or visit us online at www.terraenolan.com. And while at our website, click on the radio page to check out our past shows and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Today, we've been talking about some common phone scams that were highlighted in a recent Reader's Digest article, Watch Out, These 10 Phone Call Scams Could Steal Your Money. Our goal is to give you information that can help you avoid following following for these types of scams. We covered a few different types of scams during our first segment, and we have a few left to cover here in our second segment. Yeah, and I wanted to remind our listeners before we jump back in, if you're just joining the show or maybe you missed part of the first segment or just want another chance to review it, you can always go to the website, TaraEnolan.com. That's T-A-R-A-E-N-O-L-A-N.com. And go to the show page. Uh, Go to the radio show page, and you can download or check out each of the episodes uh, right there from the website. Uh, I think it's really important uh, that you stay in tune, and uh, there's a lot of information there. That's a great point, Tony. These previous episodes can be a valuable resource. In the first segment, we mentioned several phone scams that can seem very legitimate. Another type of scam the article mentioned is jury eligibility. A target may receive a call that claims they're up for jury duty. The scammer will then ask them to confirm some personal information. What they're trying to do is steal sensitive information. As we mentioned earlier, the best way to combat this attempt is to hang up and then call the phone number associated with the official department, courthouse, etc. Don't ask the caller for a number to call them back on. If they're legitimate, you should be able to call them through the official number so you can confirm that they are who they say they are and they're calling you for a legitimate reason. Well, and that sounds a lot like that IRS and bank scam that you mentioned in the first segment. Exactly. The attempt is the same no matter what kind of smokescreen or disguise the scammer uses. IRS, banks, jury duty, or even something like sweepstakes giveaway. Incoming calls asking for your personal information, especially social security number or financial account information, Uh, maybe your birthday, these should always be treated with caution. Right. A healthy dose of skepticism is obviously valuable and a good weapon against these kind of phone scams, isn't it? Very well put, Tony. And that brings us to the final phone scam we're going to discuss today. As we mentioned before, scam artists will prey on confusion. They'll try scare tactics, and they will at times also take advantage of of an individual's charitable nature. Scammers can impersonate charities, political parties, lobbyists, nonprofit organizations, or even alumni associations. They'll use your charitable nature against you and ask for donations over the phone. While you may want to donate to any one of these organizations or groups, it's appropriate to ask them to mail you more information or to hang up and call the number directly. This can be hard for some people. It's not easy to be rude, but it's better to feel rude than to put your financial data 
and accounts at risk. Yeah, I mean, obviously there are a lot of different things we want to be helpful and unfortunately a lot of these phone scams target seniors and I think that's just so unfair because uh, maybe they're not as great with technology or you know they have more idle time and they have money that they might want to donate. Uh, but you're right. We need to stay on top of this. So are there any ways we can check up on these charitable donations then, Chris? Great question, Tony. There are some resources to help you learn more about some organizations. One third-party resource is charitynavigator.org, which rates organizations on factors like how much of each donation goes to the cause versus administrative cost. Charity Navigator's rating system examines two broad areas of charity's performance, their financial health and their accountability and their transparency. Their ratings can help donors make informed decisions about where their money goes. Since 2001, they've rated more than 9,000 charities. We've certainly heard this word a lot. I mean, obviously, I have questions about it, so I'm really glad you brought this topic to us to talk about today, Chris. Uh, in the past year, it's just like nonstop tariffs, trade wars all across the globe. Help me and help the listeners out there understand how these different percentages and things that we hear in the news all works. Of course, Tony. For example, let's say a tariff on a microwave is 25% and a foreign company prices that microwave at $100. Due to the tariff, an American company buying that microwave would have to pay an additional $25. This would bring the total cost of the microwave to $125. The importer often passes the increased expense on to the consumer who purchases the microwave. The extra $25 doesn't go to the foreign company selling the microwave. The tariff proceeds go to the U.S. Department of the Treasury. Wow. So the tariff percentage can potentially impact the cost of goods being taxed. Are tariffs a new concept? Have they been around a while? It just seems like we're hearing about them recently. Uh, yeah, Tony, they've been around for a long time. Um, according to a Smithsonian article, a history of America's ever-shifting stance on tariffs, tariffs aren't a new concept. In fact, they go all the way back to the 1760s. Great Britain charged heavy import duties that increased prices on many desirable goods like glass, lead, paper, and even tea. Everybody remembers Boston, right? I think you can see where this is going. Um, it's kind of what started the revolution. The Boston Tea Party was a revolt against the tariffs that uh, Britain was putting on tea. Wow. So I think I know what you're talking about here. Uh, it sounds like uh, you're talking about that party in Massachusetts Bay. That, that's right, Tony. The famous Boston Tea Party was partly in response to those higher prices. After the American Revolution, tariffs were a major source of revenue for our new American government. Remember, there wasn't a federal income tax until 1913. Tariffs also had a hand in the Great Depression. Many economists believe that Herbert Hoover's protectionist move the Smoot-Hawley Act in June of 1930 did more harm than good. It was supposed to help the country recover from the stock market crash of 1929, but it made things even worse internationally. Production booms during World War II and the Cold War 
led the country to enact fewer tariffs and to focus on aligning with free trade philosophy. This philosophy led to the establishment of the World Trade Organization in 1995. Wow. So tariffs really have been around for a long time. Why does it feel, though, then like they're relatively new? Well, since the 2016 election, tariffs have been making a comeback. They've been used as a foreign policy tool as much as they've been used as an economic tool. Tariffs as high as 25% have been levied against imports from China, Canada, the European Union, South Korea, Brazil, Argentina, and more. This can also affect exports from the United States. Countries often react to new tariffs by imposing their own on products coming from the United States. So that's why they've been in the news so much then for the past few years. That's right, Tony. Now that we know what tariffs are and what their history is, let's look at how tariffs can affect consumers today. According to the magnifymoney.com article we mentioned earlier, consumers generally end up paying half to two-thirds of the tariff costs. The rest of the tariff is absorbed by foreign exporters or the U.S. company importing the product. With higher-end specialized products, the entire cost is sometimes passed on to the consumer. Another factor with highly specialized products is that a company might have no choice but to pay the tariff because they can't find the product anywhere else. They then pass that extra expense on to their consumers. With lower-end products like t-shirts, there's a lot of competition from other countries. So foreign companies often lower their costs to offset tariffs. That means on the lower end, highly competitive goods, consumers don't experience additional tariff costs. Tariffs have long been a part of the American economy. Currently, it seems the era of few tariffs and robust free trading is ending. Tariffs will likely continue to dominate the news as governments increasingly use them as economic tools and foreign policy tools. I hope our conversation today has given you more clarity on the mechanics of tariffs. Yeah, I think this has been a really, really good discussion. Uh, Obviously, uh, these have been in the news, and it's really important that we understand them. Now, uh, one of the main reasons we're talking about them on the show, Chris, and I know why you brought them up, is not only are they misunderstood, but we all see that they can affect our economy and they even affect the stock market, correct? Yeah, we've seen big ups and downs in the stock market as our administration has has brought on uh, announcements of new tariffs. Anytime there's an announcement of a tariff, it's going to affect the stock market because it's going to affect uh, how people perceive our economy is going to be um, if those tariffs come into effect. And so when our administration uh, says, well, we need to do some negotiating with this country and we're going to uh, leverage our position by instituting this tariff if they don't come to the table and talk to us about our our trade partnership um, then that sends everybody into a fear mode in the stock market and that stock market has a a great response to it Um, we've really seen a a big response to the to the chinese tariffs that we had there was a little bit smaller response to the uh, mexican tariffs that were um, were talked about they didn't actually get implemented Um, but they were smaller so the the wall street had already responded to the chinese tariffs and so they didn't respond as much to to the 
tariff uh, threat on Mexico. But is and these are some of our biggest trading partners, right? Mexico and China. I, I believe they are our top two uh, trading partners. So if we start talking about tariffs with our biggest traders, um, then we're going to have big responses with that stock market. And that's what we've been seeing. And, and we've been trying to uh, help our, uh, our clients understand how that affects their portfolio. And these are usually short term events, unless the tariffs go on for a long time. Um, so, so we're, we're trying to help everybody understand what that tariff means to them. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously it can impact us as individuals and, and it flows down to all of us. Uh, you know, it's things are going on at the top and then it's going to affect us for better or worse. And so I think it's really important that we have a plan in place for our finances. So these things don't affect us as much. If the market takes a quick drop, I know you and Tara work hard to make sure that your clients uh, are well allocated, have a balance uh, to where their money and assets are. Some is in uh, safe money options, some are uh, in growth options. And that way uh, you really have a more long-term view, right? That's right, Tony. So when we put together a, a client's um, portfolio of assets, we always make sure that if there are these short-term uh, hits in the market, that there's uh, another asset there that they can use to get a get around the problem of 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 having to use money from that that market that is in kind of free fall for at least for that short period, uh, maybe even up to a year. We make sure we have a balanced portfolio that will uh, make them more able to weather any kind of storm that happens when we have uh, uh, trading negotiations going on um, so that we can uh, ensure that they have the money, the cash flow that they need in retirement because retirement money, you, you need it monthly, right? And so uh, that's how most people spend their money is they think about it monthly. So if you're pulling from something that is, uh, has lost a lot of value, that can be a problem. So we always make sure that we have that balance. We have a balance of uh, money that is at risk and a money that's not at risk uh, to help get them through that retirement and get them to a, a good spot. Yeah, I think that's key. And it's been a great talk, but we're out of time for today's show. It just flew by. I mean, look at that, Chris. Uh, is there anything <laughs> you want to add before we go? Uh, yes, Tony. Uh, I encourage our listeners to visit us at TaraEnolan.com and uh, go there and sign up for our complimentary consultation. Uh, 20 callers uh, today will receive a complimentary consultation. Call our office at 719-210-4242. Here at Nolan Financial, we provide information that can help you make sound financial decisions build your retirement on a solid foundation. If you have any questions about today's show, give us a call at 719-210-4242. All right. That sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Chris McKinney. Join us again for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. 
Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at TaraEnolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.